1: Good morning. You're listening to Money FM 89.3's Breakfast Show. I'm Lin Li Fu. And this morning on Mind Your Business, having a long-term vision is often an essential condition of great leadership. Translating that vision into reality is a process that takes years of effort, determination, and passion. Our C suite leader today is someone who has that long-term approach. He shared with us also that not only does he look up to his own father, but he has also drawn great inspiration from Singapore's founding father, Mr. Lee Kuan Yew. Oh, hi Rajiv.
0: Uh, Lin Lee, Rajiv
1: Kanan, Hi, good morning, Rajiv. Rajiv Kanan, co-head of Asia Pacific Division, Sumitomo Mitsui Banking Corporation. Welcome to the show. Rajiv, first off, how is your Japanese?
0: Uh, wow,
1: I have no I, I, idea what you just said
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I've just forgotten a bit of Japanese I lived in Japan for a few years So I did pick it up But uh, unfortunately, not very good now
1: You've been with Sumitomo Mitsui Banking Corporation For a very long time Since the beginning When they set up operations in Singapore In the 1960s no, no The Japanese have always been known to be Particularly nationalistic So at the risk of something politically incorrect, how did you manage to rise through the ranks in Japan's second largest bank?
0: Thanks, I Actually, uh, SMBC started its journey in Singapore uh, almost sixty years back uh, to the date. So Mm -hmm. it's uh, while my journey in SMBC started about 25 years back Mm -hmm. uh, when I moved to Singapore uh, to join Sumitomo Bank. Mm -hmm. I would say in any organization, the key traits you need to come with is aspiring to do your best, uh, working hard to get to your goals or creating the opportunities rather than waiting for them Mm -hmm. would be common factors. But maybe uh, something unique to a Japanese organization or any organization which may be less multicultural Mm -hmm. uh, would be to getting to understand the culture, getting Mm -hmm. to know what drives them, getting to know how things work, rather than sort of trying to say my way is the only way to do it. So I I would say that that fourth element is probably something I have tried to embrace and Mm -hmm. accept, but also use that as a way to actually grow my career.
1: And I have to ask you, what made you stay with the same bank for so many years?
0: Yeah, that's a question I do ask myself too. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, again, I think uh, what you, as a person working for an organization or eventually as a leader working for an organization, look for is an opportunity to do something more, something new, and keep expiring your horizon and perspective. Mm-hmm. And over the last 25 years in SMBC, I've, I've been fortunate to have the opportunities to grow both my business, but also build new platforms or new initiatives. And I think having the ability to go and live and work in Tokyo for four years did actually help me sort of uh, get to know the bank a lot better. So I would say those are some of the factors which helped me.
1: Okay, you have shared with us that uh, you have two father figures, your father and Mr. Lee Kuan Yew. Tell us more about how they've inspired you
0: interesting. My father, uh, again, his father was a farmer, but my father was one of the first to get a PhD in chemistry mm-hmm. uh, from uh, the family. And uh, he actually, after completing his uh, education, he joined as a corporate uh, employee in a multinational. But somehow he got an entrepreneurship urge, and uh, in uh, l- late 30s, he decided to set up a company along with his friends. And it was not easy. It was a lot of hard work, a lot of downs, some ups. Uh, But what I saw through this journey is he stuck to his principles. He was a highly principled uh, individual, Uh, but at the same time, he was able to connect to every part of the organization. He didn't sort of uh, had any hesitation to talk the most junior Mm -hmm. person in the organization to the most senior. So I think I would say those stuck with me. So the very principled uh, nature of his his approach, uh, but also the ability to connect uh, with people. Now, as I was growing up in uh, India and working in India, I was looking at how Singapore was building its capability as a regional financial hub. Mm. And I would say, in that sense, uh, Lee Kuan Yew's uh, sort of vision to see Singapore not just as a small country but have the ability to a perspective to think about it as a a much more globally relevant country was something which stuck to me. And I would say his visionary leadership is something which I always uh, look up to, to see how can a leader who doesn't know the future today has the ability to paint that future.
1: And has that uh, in any way shaped your outlook on your career?
0: Yes, I would say uh, it has because when I started my career in SMBC, I joined a very small team. Again, it was quite an interesting journey uh, to join SMBC. Uh, I was working in India and uh, I decided I want to go to Singapore. So I ended up picking up a Rolodex and sending out 60-odd letters to various uh, CEOs of Singapore-based banks. And somehow, some of those did work out and I did spend a few days uh, doing interviews. But what that showed to me is by having a clear direction or perspective and ability to think big, but starting small can lead to good outcomes.
1: And do you share that approach with your children?
0: Yeah, I guess uh, to some extent, I encourage them to be mm-hmm. their own person. Uh, but at the same time, I do share with them that I started off in a small town of 5,000 people or less and spent eight years there uh, and had never left India for the first 25 years of my life. But then since then, I had the opportunity to uh, build my career out in Singapore and with the Japanese organization to where I am today. In the case of my children, I think they've been fortunate to have a very high level of education both in Singapore and Japan, but also they've had the best of uh, opportunities. So I would say for them, the world should be an oyster compared to where I could achieve. So I always tell, encourage them that think big and follow your passions.
1: Wow, okay. Being in the banking industry for almost three decades now and witnessing multiple financial crises, the 1997 Asian financial crisis, the 2008 Lehman Brothers crisis, and fast forward to 2023, SVB and then the Credit Suisse crisis. What are some of the lessons uh, learned from all these major events?
0: Again, it is quite interesting that each crisis, the the trigger point has been very different. Again, Mm -hmm. uh, obviously the Asian financial crisis was a a crisis of confidence and the quality of the financial situation of the Asian countries. The Lehman crisis was a a subprime crisis where a lot of uh, money had gone into Mm -hmm. subprime assets. Uh, This crisis looks a bit different because it looks like more like a super prime uh, crisis because Mm -hmm. most uh, financial institutions were much better capitalized and much better situation. But uh, with the rapid increase in interest rates, they faced a a unique challenge where they had uh, a lot more uh, very high quality uh, treasuries or high quality assets on their books, but they had to sell some of that uh, potentially at a loss. But at the same time, what I've also observed is, Every crisis leads to new opportunities Mm -hmm. or leads to transformation. So we've all seen... uh Through the COVID crisis, how the entire digital Mm -hmm. transformation got accelerated. This crisis, I'm sure, at the moment the light doesn't look to be there at the end of the tunnel. But Mm -hmm. uh, from my perspective, I think there is light at the front tunnel, Mm -hmm. and there should be something positive coming out of it. But we'll have to ride the crisis because inflation remains high. The government or central banks will have to continue to manage interest rates in a very careful manner. So we'll have to sort of continue the next few months on a careful basis.
1: Always great. We have some positivity on the. Monday morning now Rajiv the news these days is full of emergency meetings central banks offering credit lifelines and tumbling bank shares but underlying all that seems to be a central theme and you talked about it a a bit earlier sharply rising interest rates so from where you are sitting will this put a chill on the global economy
0: interest rates uh, being low for long periods of time probably has changed uh, behavior of corporates and consumers in many parts of the world. But on the other hand, I would say in Asia, because Asian uh, countries and companies have gone through the very challenging Asian crisis and even the paper tantrums in 2013. And so they have been a bit more cautious. So I would say, yes, globally, uh, there would be a change in behavior in terms of how companies Look at their outlook or how consumers uh, look at their ability or funding ability. But in Asian context, I would say there is a bit of positivity because uh, the situation is a bit different.
1: All right, we are in conversation with Rajiv Kanan, co-head of Asia-Pacific Division, Sumitomo Mitsui Banking Corporation. Rajiv, we are in a period of great change, rapid developments in terms of technology, data security, chat GPT, etc. Banks are racing to go digital, right, in view of demographic shifts and low lending margins. How are you leading that digital transformation in your role as co-head of the Asia-Pacific Division?
0: In our case, uh, if I look at uh, our operations in this region, I would put those into three uh, sort of uh, buckets. The first was one is uh, internal digital transformation. Mm-hmm. And this actually got accelerated and done during the COVID crisis where, where obviously we were forced to move into a hybrid working environment, mm-hmm. but now we've embraced it. And then as an organization, we see this giving us a unique opportunity to continue to take the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second is a, sort of a digital transformation in the context of for engaging with our clients. Mm. So, for example, in Indonesia, our uh, bank uh, owns a a digital bank called Genius Bank, Mm. which is actually uh, almost uh, 5 million customers. Mm. So, again, how we engage with our clients in this region is also changing. And on the uh, wholesale and corporate banking side, we are also building technologies or platforms for digital supply chain, for example. Uh, The third part of this uh, transformation is uh, how do we embrace partnerships? Because as banks, we realize we can't do everything on our own. Mm. So how do we work with uh, partners, whether they are venture capital funded or startups or uh, some which are a lot more uh, well-established? So I would say our digital transformation and my own philosophy on this is uh, we have to work on all fronts. Now, you mentioned Chad GPD. I think it's still early days from a highly regulated mm-hmm. financial institution like us to look at that. But mm-hmm. I think I, on a personal basis, do sometimes try it out and mm-hmm. see uh, what what are the benefits. But I, I, I think the AI and Chad GPD type of revolution is going to be uh, the next big thing globally.
1: Yes, very exciting indeed. So tell us, how would you like to be perceived as a leader?
0: Oh, that's a tough one. I think uh, I believe uh, I'm still on a journey of learning. I'm Mm -hmm. still on a journey of growth. But again, uh, through my role in this organization, I would like to say that how do I build the next set of leaders for this organization? How do I make sure the next set of very high-quality managers are already there in the organization? Because the success of this organization will be that it doesn't just uh, look good for the next two or three years, but it has Mm -hmm. to look good for the next uh, 60 years in Singapore, for example. So I think that's my first sort of... I hope that I have helped uh, build uh, uh, leaders uh, in this organization uh, through the future. In the past, uh, one of my uh, sort of key focus was on uh, infrastructure and green finance. Mm -hmm. And in my small way, I've been uh, helping out and working with uh, Singapore-based entities uh, to build uh, Singapore into an infrastructure and green finance hub. Mm -hmm. So I do hope that uh, that part of uh, my contributions will continue to grow and I will continue to support on that.
1: Well, I'm inspired. I'm sure a lot of your employees look up to you. Finally, before we let you go, Rajiv, what is a quote that you live by and why?
0: Yeah, I I sort of alluded to this at the beginning. Uh, My sort of philosophy is uh, think big, start small. Mm -hmm. But I've added a new element uh, called be agile because uh, increasingly we have to pivot very quickly because as we've seen through COVID or even uh, recent crisis, things uh, will not pan out as it is. uh, So we have to be always very flexible. So think big, start small, be agile. All
1: right. Thank you very much. Great advice indeed. Thank you for your time today, Rajiv. We've been speaking with Rajiv Kanan, co-head of Asia Pacific Division, Sumitomo Mitsui Banking Corporation.
0: To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app.